<laughs> All right. Welcome into episode four of the Fantasy Trade School podcast, also known as the AZ Boys Dynasty League podcast. My name is Kevin Fisher. Do we have an episode of episodes today? Diego, my co-host, how are you doing today, man? Doing great. Um, bit of exciting things happening bit just of exciting moments before. Things. So... Just before we pressed record on this podcast, a massive trade, probably the biggest trade um, at least of the season in this in this league so far happened between myself and uh, Nikhil Steele, Jay Santos. I sent him, okay, Josh Gordon, Zach Ertz. So I have to change the name of my team now because it had to do with Ertz. But I sent him Josh Gordon, Zach Ertz. James Washington, A.J. Brown, a 2021 first and a 2021 second. So a lot. Yeah. But in return, I got Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, Devin Funches, and Kenny Stills. Therefore, really, really bolstering my wide receiver core, which was definitely the weakest part of my team. I have Darren Waller to fill in for Zach Ertz. I'm feeling good, feeling happy. What do you think of the trade? Um, It's definitely an interesting trade. Um, I like both trade-offs. Obviously, um, if you've been watching the chat in the past couple of minutes, there might be some changes to this trade at the moment. Might be an extra player thrown in there, um, but that will be seen in the next day or so. Yeah, there was just a little bit of, uh, I think, miscommunication. I was sent the trade offer after a lot of haggling, um, and apparently he didn't realize that the second was not a first, and so I offered him a compensatory player, but... Um, you know, either way, I don't really think it's that big of a deal. The deal's done, um, and I just wanted to offer to make it as fair as possible. But at the end of the day, what's done is done, and that that can be uh, that can be the tough part of fantasy. But getting into uh, this episode, we're going to start off with some news, like we always do. And why don't you kick us off? Um, big news for the week. Already feels a little bit old, but uh, Saquon Barkley is out. Saquon Barkley is out with a high ankle sprain. He injured himself. What was it, like the second quarter, first quarter of the game? I think it might have been the first quarter, but I'm honestly not sure about that. But they're projecting he could be out all the way up until week 12. Yeah, that's crazy. It said four to eight weeks on the injury. Uh, high ankle sprains, they're always always a mess. So it's really, really tough to see somebody like Saquon go down with that. He was the number one overall pick in our in our league this year. And to see him go down, it's a big problem. Um, of course, you got Wayne Gallman is going to be the guy for him there. We're going to talk about him a little bit later. Um, but just look out for that backfield because, oh. man, the Giants just cannot catch a break. For sure. Uh, moving on, Melvin Gordon. This news broke earlier today. Melvin Gordon is looking to make a return this Thursday. Um, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll see what that backfield looks like. It's going to be kind of a mess because you had Eckler, who... Number one running back on the year so far. He's looking great, but I think they're going to hand the keys right back over to Melvin Gordon. He won't be playing in week four, uh, but week come week five, as long as everything goes the way it seems to be going, Melvin Gordon's going to be back on the team. Yeah, yeah. Um, it'll definitely be interesting to see. Like you said, obviously he's not going to be playing this week. He hasn't been with the team for a couple months, so... Definitely won't be playing this week. Um, it'll be interesting to see if it's going to be one, two. Hopefully that's it um, as far as how long you'll be gone weeks-wise. Um, 
but it'll be definitely something to watch, especially um, if you have Eckler on your roster. Exactly. And uh, for the Melvin Gordon owner, Nikhil Steele, so he just made this trade. He may be a little a little bit uh, tilting on the trade that he just made <laughs> a little bit, but he's going to be getting Melvin Gordon back, so I, I expect him to be pretty happy about that. Uh, a little bit more news. There's the possibility that we might see Dwayne Haskins for the first time yes. uh, this week. We saw Daniel Jones make his debut. He looked really good, so we're going to see how Dwayne Haskins can do um, and how he can match up against these other rookie quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right now Case Keenum is dealing with a foot injury. That's as much as we know at this point, but Redskins coach Jay Gruden did say that there is a growing possibility of Haskins starting in week number four. Yeah, and if that happens, he'll be the third starting uh, rookie quarterback this this year. Um, alongside, of course, like we said, Daniel Jones and the greatest quarterback of all time, and, and Kyler Murray, of course. So, um, yeah, moving on from there, uh, we've got a T.Y. Hilton injury. Um, it, it was a quad strain, and it's a little bit, it's a little bit up in the air. They don't, we don't know exactly what's going on. We don't know if he's going to play or not. Um, he keeps going between doubtful and probable. Uh, I'm a little bit worried if I'm the T.Y. Hilton owner um, that they're just going to be careful and and they're not going to play him this week, which I guess if that's what he needs to do to, to take care of himself, that's what he needs to do. But uh, yeah, it's definitely going to be a little worrisome this week. Yeah, I'd say I'm not worried long term on this injury. Um, like you said, it's a strain, so it shouldn't be much. I'd just be worried this week if you're having to rely on him. Um that could definitely be a problem, but going on throughout the season, I don't see this being a issue. Exactly. So that'll wrap up all the news that we have so far for week four. Now we're going to get into the week three recap and what happened this week. Uh, to start off selfishly by talking about myself, my team finally woke up. I was 0-2 going into the week. I was feeling a little bit upset, especially because I'm like, man, I got to start I have to start Mike Evans for the third week in a row, and he's terribly disappointed the first two weeks. He was terrible in week one, and he was okay in week two, but not what I need. But now he's facing the Giants, and I'm like, I have to play him again, right? He went off. Eight for 15, 190 yards, three touchdowns. He won me the week. My entire team really, I mean, stepped up this week. I was feeling awesome. It was amazing. Um, Unfortunately, sorry, J-Mart. I beat you, um, but I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. <laughs> yeah, no, um, you definitely did great. Um, if I am recalling this correctly, you this week you scored the second highest point scored in any given week so far um, in league history. Obviously, we've only done three weeks, um, but don't count Fisher Sports out of it. Yeah, especially now that I just had the best week so far, and then I traded half my team away, so we'll (laughs) see how things go. But um, talking about you, you won your week two, 143 to 100. You beat uh, now and forever. Um, How are you feeling this week? Um, I felt great until that week three report came out. Looking at that, um, now and forever had the... um, If they had started their perfect lineup or even close to that, they would have beat me by... 10, 20 points. So 
happy that I got the win. But. <laughs> hey, that's fantasy. That's all. That's all the strategy, man. Exactly. Uh, moving on to our third matchup, we had uh, Tag Poppers and Team T Bone Steak. Tag Poppers won yet again, going three and zero on the season. Unfortunately. Tommy T-Bone Steak, you're 0-3, man, but your team looks really, really good out there still. You got a stacked roster, so I wouldn't worry too much about it. Um, but Tag Poppers, man, Dalvin Cook and David Johnson, they're, they've been really solid for him so far. Cooper Cup had a great week for him. Uh, he's a, doing a little bit tough at the tight end position, um, but the rest of his team is carrying him, so I don't think he has to worry about it too much. On the other side, we had Todd Gurley, Devonta Freeman, and uh, Sammy Watkins, and then again, Mark Andrews. Um, they all really disappointed this week for, for T-Bone Steak, but I like all those guys. I'm not worried going yeah, forward. No, I wouldn't be worried. Um, Tag Poppers, that looks to be the team to watch out for um, going into week four and beyond. Um, we'll see how that continues to play out. Um, going into our next matchup of the week, um, it's going to be between... Shane and Hey Darnold, um, decently close game, one twenty six to one thirty eight. Um, pretty good matchup overall. Fortunately, Shane zero and three. Hey Darnold moving to two and one, so that'll definitely be something to watch out for. Shane's team not looking terrible, not looking great. Yeah, no, he's stacked up. He traded a lot of, of things away um, um, to get draft picks. So I was talking to him Sunday, and he's like, man. I'm looking forward to just rebuilding and, and, and sticking it out for the long haul. He's 0-3, but like you said, he's got some stars on that team. Juju, he hasn't stepped up yet, but if Juju can make a big play, uh, Le'Veon Bell as well, you know, he can definitely win a couple weeks. LaShawn McCoy's out there uh, dealing with a little bit of an injury, but we'll see what if he can pop back and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. Shane, again, man, both of these 0-3 teams. I'm not going to worry about it, especially because this upcoming week, they both play each other. So we will only have one team that hasn't won a game after this week. Moving on to our final matchup. This was the craziest matchup we've had so far. It was between Nikhil Steele, John Santos, and Bo Record. A whopping victory margin of 14.14 fantasy points. It was 99.44 to 99.58. And all week long since since Sunday, we've been going back and forth because stack corrections. We've had three or four stack corrections. And every time there's a stack correction, it changes the winner. Bow Record officially has won, I think, unless we have another stack correction. Um, but John Santos, uh, Nikhil Steele, tough loss. It, this was a, this was a great matchup though. You get Deshaun Watson versus Lamar Jackson. You know Christian McCaffrey versus Marlon Mack, who had a big week. They both had uh, some wide receivers that disappointed a little bit. Neither one of their tight ends did very good, but overall, this was just a fantastic matchup. And it's so much you got to love fantasy football because it's so much fun to just see these matchups. Oh, so much. Um, those games that come down that much, they can hurt a lot when you lose. But you're riding that high when you take that win. Um, talking about the stat corrections, though, um, tomorrow is the beginning of week four. So if we don't see any more stat corrections um, by the time the game starts tomorrow, I think this is how it's going to end up. Yeah. So by the time that you're hearing this podcast, you'll know who the winner is. But it looks like it's going to be Bo Record. 
Um, just again, just a crazy, crazy matchup. So much fun to watch. So much fun to see all the trash talking in the comments section and everything. We love that. Alrighty, so that'll do it for our week three recap. Now we're going to go on to one little small trade that happened before the week um, went down. I wanted to talk about this now before we got into you know this week. Uh, it was just a little thing. It was I traded Devin Smith, wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys, to the biggest Cowboys fan I know, Jay Marty. He gave me a 2023rd and a 2024th. Felt good about it. I spent two bucks on Fab on Devin Smith and then traded him to the biggest Cowboys fan I know. And I know he was really looking at him too. I barely outbid him and I know he was a little <laughs> bit upset. So he ended up getting his guy. I got a couple draft picks. It wasn't a big deal, but, uh, but we wanted to talk about it. Mm. Moving on uh, into free agency this week. We only had a couple free agents, um, especially with how deep our, our league is. We don't have the big free agents every week necessarily, but... We did have Jay Marty going and picking up another wide receiver and Taylor Gabriel, who had a huge week. He picked him up for $2 uh, in place of Marquise Goodwin. He also swapped kickers with Mason Crosby and Robbie Gould. He did that for $0. And then finally, I went and I dropped San Francisco's defense. They're on bye week this week. I picked up Jacksonville, um, and that was for $0 as well. One thing you missed, um, I did happen to pick up Daryl Williams for C.J. Anderson. Right, it was right before the game started on Sunday, so it kind of slipped through the cracks there. Um, don't know how that's going to play out. We'll see um, how that backfield continues to look. I did miss that. That's a great pickup. He played really, really well this yeah, week. Yeah, did. I did not start him, and it hurts. As the Darwin Thompson, I know, it hurts. <laughs> Darwin Thompson owner here, and I thought he was going to be that that starting running back if LaShawn McCoy went down. It looks like it's going to be Darrell Williams, so we'll see how that works out for you. All right, we're going to move into our surprise players on the week. Like we do every week, we each pick a surprise good and a surprise bad from the previous week. Uh, To start this off this week with my surprise good, it was a guy who was on my own team, Philip Lindsay. The guy's a stud. I know that all along, but he just hasn't shown up this week. He's been stuck in a running back by committee, and this week he actually showed up. He had 21 carries, and he ended up doing really, really well with them this week. Caught some targets, ran the ball better than we've seen him run it, so I'm I'm excited. I don't know how it'll translate into next week, but if this becomes a pattern, this is going to be something that I'm really looking forward to having on my team. Oh, for sure. Um, He definitely played into the player that we all saw last year and we're looking forward to this year. Um, so that's something definitely to feel good about um, as you being the owner of Philip Lindsay. Um, so that'll definitely be something to watch out for in the coming week, see how that plays out. My surprise player of the week, player that doesn't surprise us when he plays great, but when somebody plays this great, you can't not mention it. That would be Russell Wilson. He completed 32 out of 50 passes, doesn't sound too impressive, until you look at the rest of the stats. 406 yards, two touchdowns, and then seven carries for 51 yards and another two touchdowns, scoring a whopping 41 points. Wow. You know who else scored 41 points? My man, Mike Evans. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But like I said, doesn't surprise us um, when I player at the caliber of Russell Wilson goes off, but it's a lot of points. No, exactly. And especially to get that from your quarterback position. I know he was on Tag Popper's bench. You won anyways. It's fine. (laughs) 
But when you get when you're able to get that from your quarterback position, it's it's just amazing. And that's what you draft guys like Pat Mahomes for, and you draft him so high. And I know Russell Wilson, uh, he fell a little bit in our draft, and so to be able to get that from a guy that you can get a little bit later on, that's amazing. We're gonna go now into our surprise, bad, our disappointments, uh, our guys that kind of pooped themselves this week. <laughs> for me, it's gonna be Mark Andrews, tight end for the. Baltimore Ravens. He had seven targets, only caught three receptions. I think a couple of those misses were in the end zone. So it's not something that I'm scared looking forward for Mark Andrews, but this week he really didn't look very good. We're used to him putting up 100-yard weeks, and he wasn't able to do that this week, only catching three passes for 15 yards and zero touchdowns and only putting up three fantasy points. Wasn't a good outing by him, but Lamar Jackson looks to target Mark Andrews, and so I would I would keep rolling him out there without any hesitation. Oh, for sure. Um, I didn't follow him that much this week, um, but if, like you were saying, um, that a couple of those drop passes or just missed passes um, were in the end zone, I'm not worried about it. No, no. He catches a couple of those, his week completely turns around. Exactly. Um, my surprise bad player for um, the week is going to be Todd Gurley. He is being limited this year, as we all know, due to his um, situation with his knee. Um, That's something I know personally. It's not fun. But 14 carries, 43 yards, missed his uh, one pass, did not catch it. Um, He had a tackle, but not much there. Only scoring 4.3 points on the week from a player that we expect to, even when limited, put up points week in and week out. Yeah. Not a good thing. Yeah, and we talk about Mark Andrews and we say that we're not worried about him. Todd Gurley is the exact opposite for me. (laughs) I am scared about Todd Gurley. I I, I don't own him in this league. I own him in a couple other leagues, and I'm worried for him, man. Yeah. You drafted Todd Gurley high, and, you know, he fell in, in, I think, everybody's drafts, but you still. You still drafted him expecting him to be Todd Gurley, and he just doesn't look like it this week. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And there are a couple guys in that backfield that can definitely pick up the slack a little bit. So it's definitely something um, T-Bone Steak that as the owner of Todd Gurley, I would definitely be watching in the following weeks um, as that story develops. For sure. And I know you mentioned before the show too that you heard that you know they, they may be looking to increase his workload a little bit in the following weeks. So that's something to kind of look forward to if you're the Todd Gurley owner, but you still got to be careful. Yes, Exactly. All right, so that'll do it for our surprise players of the week. Now we're going to move into a brand new segment on this show we like to call the underrated GM move of the week for our league. We want to look at an owner who, you know, maybe they substituted somebody in last second. Maybe they went and, you know, picked up this guy and he was great. And that's exactly what we're going to look at here. Bo record. I don't know. I guess he looked into his crystal ball or something. He picked up Wayne Gallman for free right before the week started. Like, straight up for free. Like, a little bit before the game started, um, I picked up Daryl Williams literally maybe 10 minutes before the game started. And he picked up Wayne Gollum before that. Like, yeah. there were three different... There was, a, there was the trade, and then... Um, John picked up Kenny Stills. That all happened before or after he picked him up. Yeah, and I mean, this was going down like 
10, 15 minutes before kickoff. Like yeah. this was this was right before I'm I'm telling you, this man is a is a fortune teller. Saquon Barkley gets hurt. Wayne Goldman's instantly somebody that you go and you spend half your fab on him. Like, oh yeah. Like whatever you have, you can spend forty, fifty dollars. I've seen it happen, forty, fifty dollars in fab in some of these leagues, and he got him for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like nobody even bid on him because who was expecting Saquon to go out with an ankle injury. Exactly. Exactly. So that's going to be our underrated GM move of the week. Uh, if you want to get a segment on there, start making some some awesome moves. Start looking into your own crystal balls, and we might, we might help you out here. All right. Now on to our final segment, Diego. We have our matchup of the week. Now, I wanted to give a little bit of a kind of a, a shout out first before we get to the real matchup of the week. Um, and that's going to be between Tag Poppers and Bo Record. Now these guys are 3 and 0, both of them. It should be a great matchup, but like let's be serious. The one that we that we're all looking forward to here, it's an easy win. For me. For me. No, for me. That's right. We play each other this week. That's going to be our matchup of the week cuz we said it is. Fisher Sports Versus get out of Mahomes. Let's get it going. I think it's going to still be a close matchup. You're projected to win right now. but I am projected to win. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. We're not looking at that. Um, I just made a trade. That's You're going to come in here and try to beat me after my awesome trade. Heck no. We're pulling out the dub this week. Let's go. Oh, I, yeah, no, no, you are not taking this win. You might have put up second most points scored in our league yet last week, but you're going to be falling back that down. Just right means back. I have, that just means I have something to beat. No, you're, you're going to fall right back down to where you were. I've been staying real nice and consistent. I've had a couple guys sitting on my bench that I could plug in every week, boost that number up. So... I'm going home with the win this week. All righty. Well, we will find out. But anyways, thank you guys for listening to yet another episode. We want to continue this going. We love doing it. You can tell. Hopefully, we're getting a little bit better. Hopefully, it sounds a little bit better in your ears. And uh, yeah, let us know what we can improve on. If you want to be on the show, we're looking at uh, a, pos- a few possible options of getting a couple of you guys on the show uh, next week and in the following weeks. I know we've had some some requests already, <laughs> so people are looking forward to getting on here and, and talking with us, talking a little bit of trash with us. Oh, so yeah. we're looking forward to having you, and we will see you guys next week. Enjoy your football. Enjoy your football.